stop today by praying a prayer of victory with you. Yeah, you've been so, so faithful coming in every Sunday to hear the message. And, and it's a good investment you are making. And you will reap the reward. And your children will reap the reward. There's nothing as good as raising, as being a spiritual leader in your family. There's nothing, nothing as good as being a spiritual leader in your home. What is this? Who, who is a spiritual leader? The one who sets the right spiritual temp climate in the home. Right? And so your kids, they watch. If you're not married, well, praise the Lord. Make sure you marry a Christian spouse. Yeah? Make sure the person, they're born again. Make sure they are spirit-filled. Don't gamble. The Bible says, can two people walk together unless they agree? You know? So, so it's a nightmare when you go marry someone who is not a believer. It's a nightmare. Um, they may not be bad. It just means, you don't, it just mean, just means that on, in, in certain um, at certain levels, you do not share the same values. And that's a nightmare. That means you're just dragging one person along. So it's tough. Yeah, it's tough. So we started looking at the keys to victory. We started looking at the things you must be victorious. The things, the things God wants to be victorious. So let's look at our scripture, 1 Corinthians 15, 57. 1 Corinthians 15, 57. Quickly. All right. Say, but thanks be to God who gives us the victory. Through our Lord, Jesus Christ. Amen. It's your Lord, Jesus Christ. And we've settled that. Go back and listen to the messages. They are free. They're on Facebook. They're on YouTube. Go back and listen to them. All right. And then, and then the, the Hebrews, First um, uh, John 5, 4 says, and this is the victory that overcomes the world, even our faith. All right. So we've, we've talked through all that. And I said last time, I said I will share with you five, four areas where you must be victorious. You must be victorious. If you are not victorious in this in this area, they will hinder your they will hinder your pursuit of purpose. It will hinder your pursuit of purpose. All right, and you and I, my friend, we have to fulfill destiny. That sounds like a very big word. We have to live by purpose. You are here for a reason. You are here for a reason. God has a plan for your life. It's your job to find out what that what that agenda is, and leave it. There's a call of God upon your life. There are things that God has called you to do on earth here, right? So the Bible says that in, in, in um, Ephesians 2.10, it said we are, we are um, God's workmanship. His workmanship. There's a predetermined work, for we are his workmanship. It says we are created in Christ Jesus. And it is in Christ Jesus that we have victory doing this thing that he has called us to do. Praise the Lord. So there's something about you. And, and you must seek the reason why you are here. All things work together for good. That's why I said the first five things. Number one is that you must have victory over the world. And we describe what the world is. Right? The world is. It's the influences. There are influences in the world. And if you're not careful, if you're not mindful of these influences, before you know it, you'll be distracted. Before you know it, you'll be detracted. Before you know it, you'll be way out of line and out of sync with heaven's plan for you. Do you understand? So you have to overcome the negative influences of the world. You have to. You have to. You really have to. These five things you must pursue with all your heart. And I said the second thing is that, what's the second thing? Yeah, 
you just have to overcome this habit of disobeying God. You know it is wrong, but you do it anyway. You just have to overcome that. You just have to grow out of that. You have to grow out of that. Destiny awaits. Purpose awaits. I mean, Jesus, at the age of 30, at the age of 30 when he was 11, he already had a clue. Right? Now at 30, man, 30, still trying to figure out where you are, where you are going to. Man, no. Start disobeying God. You, can't, you cannot do that. There are certain things you need to grow out of. You know, little lies. What are you lying for? I mean, who are you afraid of? You don't lie for nobody. You're able to yourself. You just grow. So, so, so you have to just sin is sin. Small sin, big sin, small snake, small snake big snake. Venom is venom. Just do away with it. Just grow out of it. Grow out of it. Can't be a kid forever. By the time you are 30, I always say, you know, 22 to 29, yeah, you can play. Yeah, you can do foolish things. You know, so it's not allowed, but you can be forgiven. But by the time you are 30, my friend, sit up. <laughs> you know? And I remember when, when um, oh, my, one of my, one of, uh, <laughs> So when we were in Cyprus, uh, Pastor Bola had the habit of um, backing um, one of our kids, you know. You know, just back the kid, you know, back the kid. Uh, I said, put this kid down. But this kid loves being backed. <laughs> oh, my goodness. This kid loves it. I, I, know, I don't know whether, whether it's one way uh, uh, Bola was trying to feel um, in, in Important or you know relevant or you know that's significant. I don't know, but when it I mean, when it kids cry, like there's this one swift movement, like one, two, three. And it, you know, you know, I don't, I don't know how they do that. They just, just pick the kid up, right? Then shift the wave this way, you know, like try to ride a horse or something, and then one, you know, like, like my, like my golf swing, like bang, and the kid is right there. Next when they are tying the kid up. So I used to tell Bola, man, stop picking this kid. It's not nice for you. It's not nice for your lower back. I mean, uh, you know, maybe I was jealous, you know, maybe I, I could be, because, yeah, because you could just look at the kids, you look at the kid's face, you know, when the kid is back there and like. <laughs> and I'm telling myself, you know, I pick you up all the time. You don't look like that. Slap that, <laughs> slap that smirk out of your face. <laughs> And this kid did something very wonderful one day. Went to our bedroom, picked up the, uh, <laughs> the, the, the rapper. <laughs> I have to be careful here, you know. Yeah, this is uh, called a rap, rap, rap. It's called a bed sheet or something. Or <laughs> the rapper. <laughs> picked it up. And then with uh, full incisors, full, uh, what do you call it, premolars and molars, <laughs> came up and said, uh, <laughs> with a big, uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> mama back. <laughs> I said, what? We were in shock. That was the last day. Because this kid knew that this kid had been found out. I said, will you return this rapper to wherever you go? 
see, so you have to grow out of some things. You grow out of the little lies, man. Grow out of it. Grow out of it. Maturity is not automated. It's by sacrifice. So when are you going to pay? The, when are you, if you don't pay the sacrifice of maturity at the age of, at the age of let me slow down. So if you do not pay the sacrifice of maturity at the age of 30, when are you going to pay it? When? Please tell your neighbor, grow up. The lying, the cheating, the you, you know the little, it's not a big, it's not a big sin, like, not like the big, sin is sin, right? But it's not like the, is it, but what you don't realize is that the mega and the low, they have the same effect. So just, just say, man, you know what? Um, yeah, I think I'm bigger than this now. Should I lie that I'm sick, I'm not coming in tomorrow? No, I'm bigger than that, I'm going to, um, Lord, give me strength, I'm going to work. You know what I mean? Yeah, when you do come in, you know, you came in one, you came in 15 minutes late. Should I shave this? Should I rewind the clock right now? So I came in five minutes to the hour. No, I'm bigger than that. Yeah, sorry, mate. I came in late. Yeah, I'm 15 minutes late. Yeah, yeah. Um, don't even say there was train delay. Oh, train delay. <laughs> yeah, come on, grow out of that. What are you lying for? You, you have the Holy Spirit in you. You can't be doing that, man. You can't be doing that. You can't be doing that. So get rid of sin. You know, at some point, sin may be cool, may look cool. But at 30, <laughs> where are you going to with that? Where are you going to with it? Yeah? I think the, the annoying thing is that you're not, you're not committing sin, you have children. So there's something called, there's something called the spirit of disobedience. You then cast that spirit on your kids. Do you know there are so many people who have cancer today because of passive smoking from their parents? Why would you want to do that kind of thing? That's wickedness. If you cannot pay the sacrifice of living right, don't marry now. Is it by force? Apostle Paul didn't marry. Jesus didn't marry. So where's your example from? <laughs> so what's the point? But you get married, you have kids, my friends sit up. That's the fact. You know, I won't deceive you here. Yeah? You don't pay me enough to lie to you. <laughs> you don't pay me enough to lie to you. That's why I speak the truth here. You don't give me enough. I give, tell, you, tell you as it is, you know. Yeah, thank you, darling. Thank you. <laughs> Praise the Lord. What's the third one? The devil. You must have victory over the devil. You must. First John 4, 4 says, you are, you are of God's little children and you have overcome them. For greater is he. Revelation 12, 7. Right? Revelation 12, 7. You must, you must know how to identify the tactics of the enemy. You must know. That's why you must invest in your spirituality. You must know. Yeah, if you've been a Christian more than, more than six months, you should know. That's why you are here. You must learn to resist the devil. The devil is the reason for anything bad. You know why? Because in my Bible, in Genesis chapter 1, the Bible says everything that God did was good. 
So if it is not good now, then the Bible says an enemy has done this. Because while men slept spiritually, the devil came and so tells. So you should know how to, you should know what's yours and learn to stand, learn to fight and say no to the tactics of the enemy. Shows up in your marriage, you say no. Satan, don't attack my marriage. Don't attack my children. Don't attack my home. You learn to stand guard. So some of the things you fight, they are demonic things. I will know because of where I'm from. You won't know. You won't know. Because here, we celebrate witchcraft. Because it's in the movies. Yeah? We've seen, we've seen the Harry Potter movies. It's nice. We make, we make witchcraft very attractive. Where I come from, nobody says, nobody says, <laughs> eh? You say you are a witch? <laughs> but here people say they are witches, isn't it? I say you are a witch. I don't say, yeah, you know, I'm a white witch, white, white witch from the seventh heaven, yeah. Yeah. I don't kill, though, I just, I just disable. No, no, no. Yeah. And we, we celebrate it. How many of you have seen the Harry Potter movie? You went to go and pay. And when you were eating, we were eating popcorn and watching and say, ah, ah. And they bring, they bring the, little, the little stick. Hey, blah, 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 blah. I say, wow. Sold witchcraft to you. <laughs> and you bought it. You are so desensitized, you can't even recognize the activities of demons anymore. Because it's now part of your natural environment. And many, many people are under demonic attack every time. Seriously. How about Mary Poppins? Ah, who does like that? And all of a sudden, the soup is sweet. Oh my God. What do you think? Am I on, am I on, am I on this on my planet by myself? What is that? Is <laughs> How about, how about, and it's from, it's from, oh, when you were kids, Wizard of Oz. Ah, you, where I come from, you say you are a wizard. You're not going home. Where are you going to? Where, where you, you say, what, what are you, I'm a wizard. Seriously? Say, yes, I'm a wizard, but I don't kill. I'm a wizard. How about psychic? Do you know how many Christians still call 0800 psychic? Psychic, what is it? Palm readers. I remember one time I was in a um, corporate environment. Corporate environment. Tied down and then we were, the, we were having lunch. And then this lady from France and, oh, I read palms. I said, you do what? She said, well, I can read your palm and tell you your future. I said, me. <laughs> Before I could say anything, my friend said, ah, here am I, read mine, read mine. And so started, she said, on the table there. Hmm. I put my hands in my pocket. <laughs> I said, because if this... Ah. I said, said, let me... I said, no, I said, you can't read my palm. I said, I don't believe in it. Office. Office. In the office. The devil is a liar. You have to wise up. You have to wise up. 
You have to be spiritual enough to understand and identify demonic activities. Every time you bring your every every time you bring out your Bible, you fall asleep. But when it is time for much of the day, your eyes are open like ah. Much of the day. You pick up the Bible, there is no emotional connection to the Bible. But when your team is playing, you are, you are buzzing as if you are buzzing as if you are being electrocuted. The demonic activities. Many of you don't sleep at times full of. Listen, you sleep at night, you have a bad negative dream, you can't sleep. What do you, what do you call that? Mr. Poppins, what do you call that? That's a demonic activity. Demonic activity. Why? Because you wake up, you wake up tired. And when you are tired, you become unproductive. When you are unproductive, you cannot make good judgment. So that sleep you didn't sleep at night is to make you, is to, is to um, compromise your sense of judgment. And demonic activities. Everywhere I see demonic activities. So you resist it. Resist it. Look at your spiritual life. Are you fervent? With, I, you know what I love about our nation, beautiful nation that we live in here right now, right? We have stats. And one of the things that we do in church, right? We run church with our brains. So we say, here is our attendance this month, today. Here is this attendance this same time last week. Here's our attendance this same time last year, two years ago. So we can pick up trends. What shepherd will pastor a sheep and not know their state? Do you understand what I'm saying? So you must pay attention to yourself. Pay attention to look at your, look at your spiritual life. What is the state of your spiritual life now? What was it last week? What was it this same time last year? Are you growing or are you about to crash out? And many people are about to crash out. We don't sit yet. We still see them up there, but they're on their way down. You pay attention to yourself. So it's the, the devil is the one responsible. You snooze, you lose. Do you understand? Oh, you see, you see, I've seen uh, uh, someone, for example, you know, a guy raises his hand against his wife. I would say, oh, but you know I love you. Like this? But sincerely, you can look at this block and say, well, but this guy is a nice guy. Nice guy. It's the devil. It's the devil. Maybe you know people where you, you find out they just, they just, you just tip them off. They can't stop. That tongue, you know, slash, 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 slash. Five minutes later, see a wake of damage behind them because of what they have said. You know something about what you say? We can forgive, but it's irretrievable. What took over that person at that point in time? For me, it's the devil. If I lose my car keys, it's the devil. 
Pastor Bola is in the habit of uh, always losing her bank cards. I think, I personally think that our bank should be charging us now because my conscience can't take it anymore. She just lost another one yesterday. Yeah. Bank cards. That's how the bank. So, but I, I won't blame my wife. My beautiful girl is the devil. <laughs> devil makes her lose her cards. <laughs> it's the devil. Number four, you must have victory over health. Come on, say, I have to be strong. Your health is important. Fight for your health. Fight for what? Your health. Your body. Mental health. Your physical body. Fight for it. You need this body to fulfill purpose. You must fight for it. Fight for your body. Fight for your body. James 5, 13 to 16. James 5, 13 to 15. Is anyone among you suffering? Let him pray. Is anyone among you afflicted, he says? Let him pray. Is anyone cheerful? Let him sing psalms. Next verse. Is anyone among you sick? But you know something about sickness? Luke was a doctor. And yet... Is in scripture. So that means as of that time, they were doctors, nurses. The medical field has been going on for years. And yet it says, Is anyone sick among you? Let him call for the elders of what? The church. Because not all sickness is natural. Not all, all, not, not all headaches are natural. Not even your sleep. I had demonic sleep. I used to have demonic sleep. Yeah. When I was in, when I was in uni, it was a satanic attack. You know? Could it be the parties? I don't, I don't think so. <laughs> but every time the lecturer comes to the class, I say, good, good morning, class. I just go. <laughs> then by the time he says, but this time next week, that I only hear two things in the class. Good morning and this time next week. Seriously. Until I got born again. I had to arrest that demonic sleep. Or a sleep, sleep from hell. You have not done anything, but you are just tired. <laughs> You're, somebody will run a marathon and then go to work the next day. You, you just don't, you just kitchen, kitchen to bedroom, bedroom to kitchen. I'm just tired. Are you serious? That's a demonic tiredness. It's not everything. It's not everything. He said, is, is anyone sick among you? He said, my friend, don't think it is natural when it is not. Go, first, first of all, go to the elders of the church. Let them pray, it says, over you and they anoint you with oil in the name of the Lord. So the next time, before you make an excuse for that headache, you make the excuse after the anointing oil. Now, I'm guilty of body abuse. I mean, I, 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 I you know what, since January this year, I have not really rested. But I am going to rest this week. I promise myself I'm going to rest this week. And every now and then I drop on my knees and I'm asking God for forgiveness. 
I said, Lord, I, 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 you know, I repent. I repent. I've done it again. Every time I, then I do this, I'm on my knees. Lord, have mercy upon this body. Just heal this body. Revive it one more time for one more project work. Revive it one more time. Revive it one more time. One more time, Lord. I said, but it's not all my fault. Truth be told, I mean, I mean, look at the text messages. I mean, look at the water messages. It's not all my fault. But I'm not blaming any church members. I won't blame any of them, you know, though I, though they are responsible for this. Before I met them, I could account for my health, but look at all of them. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not complaining about this. It's not I'm taking responsibility here. But it's their fault when I take responsibility, you know. And then, and I go to bed, wake up the following day, bam, up. Charged up again. But there are some. I can't sleep it off. And I would say, ah, Bola, I don't like the way I'm feeling, Bola. I don't like the way I'm feeling, Bola. I don't like the way I'm feeling, Bola. I don't like the way. I'll call for reinforcement. Sometimes I will ask one or two sons, are you praying for me? He said, Pastor, why are praying? I said, pray for me. I grab a bottle of anointing oil and anoint myself. So when I hear someone says, oh, uh, I couldn't make it to the house of God today because uh, I wasn't feeling well. I say, ah, that person is reading the Bible upside down. Praise the Lord. Lastly, you must have victory over financial burden. You must have victory. If you don't win in the area of financial management, chances are that you'll be very frustrated in life. I am not talking about making more money. I'm saying managing what you have. You have to be able to have victory over finances. You can't stay broke forever. You can't stay broke forever. You can't stay broke forever. You, are, you must win in this area. These five areas, they're very key to your pursuit of purpose. How do you pursue purpose without money? I said, last time I checked, I've never seen anywhere in this country where you just get to the counter, grab the loaf of bread, speak in tongues, and say, okay, we hear you, Jesus man, you can go with it, go with the bread, go with it. I'm Angela. Oh, yeah, you can go, oh, whoa, is that tongue I hear? Oh, they crab, blah, blah, blah. Oh, yeah, the milk, the milk is about. <laughs> milk to go, milk to go, yeah. Let him through, let him through. It's a Jesus man, Jesus man, let him through. Manage your finances. Manage your finances. You should not be broke. We're not all there yet, but I'm saying you should not be broke. You should have dominion over your bank statement. When you get back home, go and bring that silly thing out and look at item by item. For some of you, it's a little bit too late. <laughs> because yeah, the shoes, <laughs> the bag. <clears throat> eh, we won't talk about your hairdo. <laughs> but make allowance. Why am I sharing this with you? When, when I started out, um, I was on 12,000 pounds per annum. Then I went, I got a, a decent job. I started earning 25 from there to 30, 40, 50. 
Then I left there, started earning um, 500 pounds a day, 600 pounds a day. But I just realized that myself and my mates all together, though we're earning the lot, but a lot of them were still, a lot of us were still broke. We're still telling the same story. That's when I realized that this is not natural. You were on 12K per annum. Then you moved to 25. You are still broke. They gave you a salary increase. You are still broke. You change your job to another job with a bigger position and bigger pay. You are still broke. You've gone contracting. You are still broke. <laughs> so you can't just close your eyes and offer somebody 100 pounds. You can't. You cannot. That's a satanic attack against your finances. You want to ask the Lord to bless the works of your hands, one, and then multiply. Let your hands, let things multiply in your hands. Let things multiply in your hands. For some people, things don't multiply in their hands. Things never multiply in their hands. You must have dominion over your finances. It's a war. So you can't serve God and mammon. So, your finances must be born again. Your finances must experience the power of God, but you must be a responsible person. Do you understand what I'm saying? How did you get into this debt? Some people's debt, for example, can be, some people's debt is more than um, IMF loan. I understand loans, right? But I also understand unreasonable loans. So go back and add, first of all, we start from the place of uh, mercy and forgiveness. The credit cards, go back and look at them. Go bring out your cards. Get back home. Put them on a piece of paper. Anoint them with oil. Kneel down and say, Lord, deliver me from this debt. I don't know how I got here, but you can get me out. Listen very carefully. Just the same way, volume does not mean prosperity. Yeah? Volume does not mean prosperity. So you're going to go anoint yourself and say, my pastor said I must win in this area. I must have dominion over my finances. I refuse to die in debt. I refuse to die in debt. You earn an income. 30% of your income goes to servicing loans. What, what is that? Does that make sense? And then you then ask the Lord for wisdom. Wisdom, I must win. A man who is in debt, a man who cannot master finances, right? You can't fulfill destiny. You can't pursue purpose. You cannot. So we have to confront that thing headlong. And then you then ask the Lord for wisdom. Give me wisdom to rule over these finances. Give me wisdom. If not, you will think that if you get another job, it will be better. It doesn't get better. Because it's the spirit. It will grow with you like a tumor. So we cut it off. That spirit, you are not going with me. And, and you know, one day I, I was um, asking God, I was, I, was, I was thinking about going full-time. The Lord asked me to go full-time. And then one day, um, we did our... I was, I was just from my contract fees alone, I was, I was bringing in about 10 to 12,000 pounds every month. 
By the time, so I asked uh, uh, Pastor Bola to give me the, our list of uh, expenses, you know, give me the bottom line so I know when I can just call it quitting. When she gave me the expenses, <laughs> when she showed me the expenses, all of a sudden I started panicking. And then realized that I am stuck. I can't stop working. I had all the trappings of success. But I'm on, a, I'm on a hamster wheel. Can I keep doing that to keep going? What kind of life is that? <laughs> you know what I did? You know what I did? To go full time. I'll share that with you on Friday. <laughs> that one is for Marketplace. Rise to your feet and let us pray. Thank you. The Lord bless you. We give all the honor to Jesus. Put those hands together for Jesus. Amen. 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 Listen, I am your pastor. I have only one mandate. To help you build your life. End of story. I have only one mandate. My anointing is a saving anointing. My anointing is a what? Seven anointing. And I want to draw on it. To draw on it. Amen. Let's just hands to heaven and just pray. You must be victorious in these areas. These are non these are major, non-negotiable world, sin, health, finances. You must, you must, you must. Come on, say Heavenly Father. In the name of Jesus, I claim my victory. In all these areas. Right now. From today. In the name of Jesus. Come on, lift your voice and start praying. Come on, pray. Come on, pray. Come on, pray. Come on, pray. Yes, victory. Victory over negative influences. Oh, come on. Someone, let me feel your prayers. Come on, raise your voice and pray. Victory over negative influences. Victory over health. Today is headache, tomorrow ankles, one thing or the other. Victory over sin. Oh, come on, raise your voice and pray. Victory over poverty. Victory over, over financial limitation. Victory over financial limitation. Oh, Father, we pray, we pray, we claim our victory. Victory over death. Victory over death. Father, we claim victory. We claim victory. We claim victory. Oh, I pray for my sons and my daughters here. Lord, I pray, oh God, for everyone under the sound of my voice. Lord, I declare your victory over them in every area. Victory over the world, Father. Victory over the world, Father, in the name of Jesus. Victory over the world, in the name of Jesus. Victory over sin. Victory over spiritual disobedience. Victory over, over health issues, Father. Victory over mental issues, Father. Victory over mind issues, Father. In the name of Jesus, we claim our victory. 
We claim our victory. We claim our victory, Father. Victory over financial limitation. Victory over inadequacies, Father. Victory over financial inadequacies, Father. In the name of Jesus. Father, I pray for everyone here. I pray for everyone here. This month is their month of victory. In the name of Jesus, Father. I pray and I bless their homes. I bless their children. I decree, oh God, that they will fulfill purpose, Father. They will live for the very reason you have called them into this into, into this faith, Father. They will live according to your desire. They will live. Lord, I pray for the spirit of boldness to rest upon every head here. The grace to say no. The grace to say no. The grace to refuse influences. The grace to refuse negative influences in the name of Jesus. Lord, I pray, oh God, for the spirit of wisdom to rest upon every man. Wisdom to come out of death. Wisdom to come out of debt. Wisdom to manage finances. Wisdom to grow organizations. Wisdom to wisdom to set up and expand and to scale. Let this wisdom rest upon your children. In the name of Jesus. Lord, I pray, oh God, that you will cause their head to rise. You will cause their star to shine. You will cause their sun to rise. In the name of Jesus. Heavenly Father, we thank you. I decree open doors. Open doors of favor. Open doors in the market square. Open doors Father, let destiny help us identify them. Let destiny help us locate them. In the name of Jesus, Lord, I pray, oh God, for strategic repositioning for everyone under the sound of my voice. For the sake of the gospel, Lord, we pray, Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. And the family say, Amen. And the family say, Amen. And the family say, Amen. Every head bowed, every eyes closed. Please bow down your head. Let me just pray with you for a second. Bow down, bow your head. Just out of honor and respect for the Holy Spirit. Come on, say after me, Heavenly Father. We come as we are. Today we believe that Jesus died for us and resurrected, for, resurrected for, from, from death. In the name of Jesus, we believe that Jesus right now is seated at the right hand of the Father interceding for me. And so today, I accept Jesus Christ as my personal Lord and Savior. That through him, I will have victory in every area of my life. In Jesus' mighty name I pray. Come on, every head bowed, every eyes closed. If this is your first time of praying this prayer in public, nobody's watching you, just raise your hand. I want to just pray with you, that's all. I want to just pray with you. I'm not calling you out, I'm not embarrassing you. I want to just pray with you. If this is your first time of Praying this kind of prayer. All right. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for your sincerity. Put your hand down. I see that hand. I see the second hand there. Put your hand down. The Lord bless you. Put your hand down. Heavenly Father, I thank you for your children who has just given their lives to Christ. Lord, I celebrate you. I decree that today that, they have, that their feet be planted in the kingdom of God. In the name of Jesus. Lord, I surround them with love, Father. I surround them, oh God, with your power of the power of the gospel, Father. I decree that they will grow in faith, Father. They will become the trees of righteousness. In the name of Jesus. Lord, I counsel, oh God, every and any form of generational curse upon his family right now. In the name of Jesus. I say you are born again and a newborn baby in Christ today. In Jesus' mighty name I pray and the family saying, put those hands together and welcome my children to faith. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord.